Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <clears throat> you're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, since we last recorded, we've seen the Matildas lose the semifinal. Yep. And the third place game. Yep. Yep. We've seen the Geelong Cats, the defending champions, finals chances snuffed out. Yep. We've seen the Bombers. (laughs) (laughs) Who? Embarrassed themselves. (laughs) Needed to win the last two games of the season. Technically only one. You only needed to win one. Third was the worst loss of Brad Scott's career. Not just his coaching career. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if that can be true. I think it is. That's bad. Yeah. Poor Brad. Biggest win that the Giants have ever had. Highest score the Giants have ever kicked. So I think I have to say, the question is for myself today. <laughs> Would you? Hey, Sean. Got a question for you, mate. Yeah. How good's footy? Every day, my belief grows a little bit stronger that Kevin Garnett may have been correct when he said anything is possible. Oh, that's juicy. Can you can you reveal something, or is that a secret? Can you reveal something you messaged me about the message just about uh, recently about a purchase, a purchase? you made on uh, Redbubble? <laughs> Last year, in the finals campaign, yep, I made a, a Brisbane logo that was Brisbane Believe with the Brisbane Lions, uh, Brisbane Bears Fitzroy Football Club logo on yep. it. Didn't pull the trigger because I think when I had it ready, Brisbane then lost the prelim. So it was going to be like a big grand final purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just it's just been sitting there. It is actually the logo of the Brisbane group chat, Brisbane Believe. Yep. Um, rekindled it on the weekend. Made a purchase. <laughs> I love this, Sean. Bought myself a t-shirt and a hat. We both. We are back. I See, I feel like, look, I don't want to be too negative at the start of the show, but if things don't necessarily relate to premiership glory, the hat or the shirt, like, I feel like neither of those will be forever fully retired. That's a win. Oh, that's a that's a forever shirt. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Because, Sean, yeah. you'll always believe. Well, that's the thing. 30 years from now, you'll still believe. Because of Kevin Garnett. Anything, anything is, is possible. possible at any time. Do you know what's if crazy? If all teams are bad, 
a bad team's going to win the premiership. Yeah, that's true. I barrack for one of the worst bad teams there is. <laughs> I don't think. No, no, no. On the I, I think. I think one of the worst bad teams. Um, I think they're in the room with us, and it's one of our two. It's definitely not yours. It has been good to end the season as a bottom four side, um, but somehow tenth. But somehow tenth above Geelong. Yeah. Yeah, more wins, right? Yeah. It's funny to Fuck, think back, so I want to say, five or six weeks when it was like, the Bombers are a certainty. They've got North Melbourne and West Coast on the run home. Easy run. They're fine. And then things have changed. Yeah. It is funny, actually. Like, maybe less than two months ago, people looked at the run home and were like, oh, the Bombers, and they've got GWS. That's a win. Yeah. Just for the record, round 17, Sydney were in the bottom four. Yeah. And now Sydney they are, are seventh. The Giants were like fucked at the start of yeah. the year, weren't they? Yep. Were they three yep. and seven, maybe, yep. or something yep. like that? They were looking really. Carlton almost sacked their coach and have now locked finals in. Tracy, come home. <laughs> no, stay overseas. <laughs> they'll, on, they'll only disappoint you. Th- this season is genuinely yeah. fucked. Yeah. Like, so many things happened on the weekend that were insane. You might get one of the things that happened on the weekend, like. Might happen across an entire year. We had four fucked things happen. Well, in one weekend. Before we get into before we get into game, that though, yeah. Just I guess to give everyone just a taste of what's coming up in this episode. Three teams were locked out of finals in three very fucked ways. Well, uh, and and one was normal, but when you count arrogance, the fact that already counted it as a win was yeah. a bit of a surprise. Uh, what was going to be. Maybe the greatest <laughs> final round of all time. Yep. Is now a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, um, Bevo and the umpires. Bevo and yep, goal yep. umpire. You and know that if that something else. Oh you know, yeah, losing of the Bevo, to bottom of the ladder. Um, <laughs> do you know that if because of the Bevo result, if the Adelaide result actually had to go on Adelaide's way, three teams would still currently be fighting for a spot in the eight. We'll we'll get to the Bevo stuff, but I just found it funny listening to a bit of classic footy callback radio today. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of like Bulldog supporters angry, and then you get a lot of ones also who are doing the old like, I actually think this is good for us because finally it's all become clear and they'll have to make a decision on Bevo now. And I'm like, my friends, (laughs) (laughs) have you met Chris Fagan? (laughs) (laughs) This, I guarantee you about the Bulldogs, Bevo's not getting sacked. They'll rally. They'll fire everyone around him and he'll he'll survive. Did you hear... They can't afford to sack him. I've heard it mentioned on a couple of footy shows, so you may have heard it as well, but the pre-game interview with Bevo before the West I, Coast I heard game, it, yeah, where he said there was uh, He was like, I feel nothing but trepidation. trepidation. Yeah. Mm. He was very nervous. What about the post-game interview from Adam Simpson where, yeah, for three minutes there, we tried tanking. I was telling him to kick it the other way, but they didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny stuff. Got that, Kane. Uh, that was a Bucks actually. Oh, it was too, wasn't it? Because yeah, Bucks had a go at them. Who'd they play? Yeah, was the Essendon the- loss. It was, yeah, it was the Essendon yeah. well, loss. They didn't, they didn't flood. A, they didn't put a man back. Yeah, and then yeah. it was also but a young team like who yeah. have decimated then, and panicked. So they played that audio to Bucks today, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, that might have been against me." But then he goes, "But I'll put this to you." <laughs> he goes, "Hey, great win by West Coast. Maybe that says something about if um." Simo is going to be in the job next year because maybe he just doesn't care anymore. <laughs> Someone did say doesn't that. care about getting pick one. Yeah. Cares about getting a win. <laughs> in inverse tanking, fucking the team for the future yeah. because it's your last two games. I think before we talk footy, we should yes. talk about something we received in the mail. Yeah, we needed a lift. I'm yeah. on, I'm pretty high. Um, I'm. But you boys needed. A big I, I think lift. we're we're a spectrum. Yes. You're high. Yeah. I'm in the middle. You shouldn't be. But you suicidal. Are. No, I'm not. I. 
Oh, it, oh it sorry. Got, Are you comfortably numb? <laughs> no, it just got to the point where I was like, it just got funny. Can I? Jesse Hogan kicked nine goals. <laughs> Can I he had nearly two hundred fantasy points. One hundred ninety-two fantasy points. That was extra fucked because you showed us his fantasy scores for like mm. the last fifteen weeks or whatever. Like fifty-five. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> fucked. If anyone, like, if you actually had Jesse Hogan in your team, if you're in you're the zero point four percent, yeah, <laughs> yeah, rightly so. Um, I just want to make a note to. We've got a lot of emails. We'll talk fantasy later. One of the emails we got was someone asking to sign up for fantasy. And they were like, um, listen to the show for a long time. Love the show. Great work, boys. However, I do worry about your collective mental health. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's bad. It's this been a bad year. year. No, yeah. but, but <laughs> no, we're turning no, no, it around. No. We had we had a we had a moment where where I brought footy gingerbread and I'm wearing this again. I'm fighting we're, so hard. We're not turning it around, Tom. We've gone mad. The women's season starts in a week. That could potentially make things worse. Yeah, for but us. it also could make things better. I think the mental health, I've definitely turned around a little bit in I think, the last couple of weeks. I think what happened is it's manic now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's permanent. Not, it's like you know what? No, no, you're right. Yeah, you're being, right. Being, We're having, not healthy. Having <laughs> a studio in Chernobyl. Yeah, <laughs> has finally permanently altered us. We're we're completely irradiated. Yeah, we're chemically yeah. wrong. You Tom. could. We are chemically <laughs> wrong. You could drop a bomb on us, and we would we would just shrug it, it off. Yeah. It would make us more normal. It would. <laughs> it would weirdly give us a second dick. <laughs> Joel, we got some mail. We did, we did. Uh, some so physical mail. Some physical mail. The the postman knocked on the Chernobyl door and said, "Boys, I'm sick. Here's your post." But, and then died. Yeah, <laughs> it was sad stuff. It but. Was. The we ate him because we need it. to yeah. live. We're trapped here. So. In Chernobyl. This is from Jimmy P, listener of the show. Hey, boys. Love the pod. Feel like we're finally trending in the right direction. One day the show will just be 75% fantasy talk and 25% footy cards talk and no mention of the games. <laughs> Lots of love, Jimmy P. And inside this package... Some juice. ...was six... Uh, six mini packages, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Two for each of us. Yep. And it was two decks of footy cards each, team based too. Team based, obviously. Yeah. Um, and just on looking at the packs, am I allowed to look at mine yet? There's there's a pack of like cards. Then there was a pack of cards in perspex. Yeah. Which feels intense. Are we going through these? I got to go through the perspex. All right, perspex. Hit us up, Joel. Uh, Joel, Sean, who have you got, mate? I got. James Tunstall. Now, <laughs> he's only played a few games. That's an impressive card. <laughs> I've Optimum. Got, I've got Eric Hipwood, a milestone 100 game card. These are, I've got to say. These are mm, nice. A Zorko card. Cunt. Mm. Is there a bin in the studio? Is that Is signed he, by Zorko? Just, no, it's like one of those, you know, it's a printed signature. Yes, but that's his signature. Maybe. It looks like Scribble. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how to describe this Lockie Neal one. It's got. His number, as in like nine, N, yeah, like, yeah, written out nine in his face in like a hologram. Oh. It's juicy. That is, <laughs> that is wild. These are all holographic. I got a Zach Bailey. Uh, I unfortunately have another Dane Zorko. I have a Joe Danaher, and I really like this design, boys. This is quite juicy. Ooh, that's very nice. Ooh. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Come on. I've got a Joe Danaher Matrix card. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, oh, fuck. Joey's gone oh, into the computer. He's gone in. It says Matrix on it. 
That's amazing. Oh. Um, so while you're going through those, Sean, I've just flicked through uh, what we claimed to be the regular cards, and I think you're in for a bit of a surprise. There's not much regular about the set I have. Almost all of them are very fancy cards. Jeez. Um, do you want me to go through my Perspex while you flick it through your regulars? You do that. So I've got a couple of those Optimum cards, uh, Sean, that you were showing off. I've got a Tommy Stewart. Mm, I'm sorry, you, i got a Mitch Robinson. You love to say it. I tell you what, the Optimum's great. The blue with the gold lettering is really nice. So I've got Tommy Stewart. we got a Paddy Dangerfield. we got a Jezza. That, oh, yeah. Really nice color scheme. Yeah, The good blue stuff. with the gold. Yeah, those are cool. Oh, boys. We've <laughs> got Shannon Neal. <laughs> <laughs> Three game superstar. <laughs> I only just now know who he is. I've got a, um, I've got like a Great Gatsby yellow Brandon Parfit. Oh, uh, there it is. That's it's good. It's in a Great Gatsby style. It's bright yellow. What the what fuck is this? Is oh, oh pause. It's like a sorry. It's like a Charlie Cameron business. Like a, <laughs> what is it? It's like it's a like, clear. It's clear. It's, is this like a gold credit card? What is this? <laughs> it's like if Charlie Cameron was in American Psycho. What? This is unbelievable. Just, just having like they're sitting down and Dane Zorka's like, let's see Charlie Cameron's card. <laughs> He's like, oh. I gotta say, the that's, plastic. That's blowing my head off. That is an incredible card, Sean. Fuck. Oh, who- I've got a Tom Hawkins All Australian card from last year. Look Ooh. at that. Look at that big sexy boy with his yeah, big dumb very face. Nice. Um, these are, I can't get over this yellow Brandon Parford card. That's, that's cool. I've, um, all right. So my very fancy cards also in Perspex, I have the optimum Zach Merritt. Uh, we've got an optimum Ben Hobbs. Um, I've got cards that aren't card shows. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, Joel. I've got a Harry Taylor and a Jed Buse that are shaped like a shield. These cards are sorted in, like, styles. Yeah. Yeah. And the styles keep coming. Yeah. <laughs> so These are not cards. These are shields. <laughs> these are the craziest footy cards I've ever seen. These are... In, these are... What Jimmy is this Pee. one? So this is different, right? It's the same design, but it's got, like, a gold badge on it. Ooh. That's juicy. Uh, continue, Joel. I've got an Optimum Jordan Ridley. And these Optimum cards, they look kind of like... What do they look like? Yeah, okay. They say Optimum on them. Yeah, they say Optimum on them. Anyone else get a Matrix card? Uh, no. no, but I got a Sam Minagola that looks fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bunch of those too. <laughs> AFL Burst cards. Oh, a caricature. And... I got a Zorko caricature one and his nose looks like fucking Pinocchio. <laughs> Can I tell you something crazy? I've met the guy who drew this. What Whoa. the fuck? The signature there. So it's my guy named Harv who does character shoes. He comes into my work and does character shoes all the time. Oh, I'm, get him I'm gonna get him to sign this. Did he caricature my ones too? <laughs> yeah, if it's got Harv written next to it, he oh, absolutely I'm did. Checking if it's a Harv card. I've got uh, a game breaker Anthony McDonald Tip and Woody card. Is it? Does it have other people on it? Yeah, but yeah, he's like the main one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got a few of them. I've got uh. What looks to be a purple or prestige Dylan Shield card. Um, I'd like to just point out I have a card of Gary Ablett Jr. It looks like he's running through cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I've got two halves, Tom. Whoa! Oh! Oh! Beast Mode and Zorko. That is incredible. Uh, we've got uh, Andrew McGrath. Great Gatsby colored. Oh, oh, those ones are great. Yeah, I want a Gatsby. Um, I've got another one that is not card shaped. It is an hourglass Jack Henry. <laughs> what the fuck? Whoa. He looks really young there too. He is. And then uh, a one of 250 Zach Merritt select card. Oh, Juicy. I've got the prized card here, boys. A milestone 150 game card. 
for Ryan Lester. Oh, <laughs> there it is. 150 of the best. Uh, I've got two like hypnosis. Oh my god. <laughs> I've got another half card. I've got th- I've got a Brian Myers, a Mitch oh. Duncan, and a Sav, and they are all army print themed. <laughs> I've got the army print. You've got to get the Brian Myers one signed. I have to by by the artist and the player. Get them both. I've got the AS- AFL milestone two hundred games Kale Hooker card. Oh, <laughs> these are phenomenal. <laughs> I've got a half. I've got another half card, and it's the <laughs> it's the Rat King. Oh. and he looks. Let me say interesting. I'm going to show Joel first. <laughs> and Tom. <laughs> what is that nose? Oh, boys. Rat like. Boys. Oh. I've got a huge card. I have embraced the rat. Meg McDonald. Oh, that's Whoa. nice. Bit of juice. That is a good card. <laughs> Sauce out the Mason Redmond. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Yeah, the caricature. Joe Danaher is all teeth. <laughs> the caricature cards are. Off the chain. Do you, need to, do you guys want to see the uh, the halves off the chain? The the Radigalia Duncan Grind. So that's that's the Mitch Duncan. Link McCarthy's yep. got the longest neck in the world. <laughs> uh, that's Grian Myers. He has no neck. <laughs> and then there's Sav. Sav looks like a wrestler. <laughs> Sav looks like Mister T. We're gonna have to uh, <laughs> cool. take a photo of a lot of these cards and chuck them up on our Instagram. I reckon. We absolutely. Are they are. An AFLW one. Boo. Oh, oh, TC. Former Lion Emily Bates. Premiership player Emily Bates. Good on you, Batesy. Um, uh, so yeah, follow us on Instagram. How good's footy pod, boys? Um, I've got some of the best milestone cards imaginable. We'll post photos of these cards because they're honestly out of control. <laughs> so I have a hundred and fifty game milestone for Reece Stanley. Yep, a two hundred game milestone for Lockie Henderson. Whoa, and a two hundred game milestone for Luke Dalhouse. <laughs> <laughs> two hundred of the best. Oh, I've got a business card. What'd you get? It's Brian Myers business card. (laughs) Joel, did you get a business card? I don't think I got a business card. I'm double checking. I'm double checking. These are honestly. I think it's the best card I've ever seen. Oh, boys, I've got more halves. (laughs) 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 Jeb. It's like he's been kicked by a horse. And Mark O'Connor looks like a villain from a Disney film (laughs) from 1920. Oh, Oh, these are incredible. I can't get over this Zach Bailey one. Thank you so much, oh, Jimmy P. Jimmy, you have brought us such joy and delight. Footy cards are back in a big way. Those are some of the wildest cards. I might have to get a card book. Card folder? I've got so many now. I hope Brian's excited to sign a lot. I've got, I've got three for him to sign. <laughs> Still can't believe this Matrix card. you got to get, you got to get Joe Danaher and the Wachowski sisters to sign it. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! He's got to start playing the theme from the Matrix oh. instead of uh, "Let It Go" after every goal yeah, he kicks. That. Absolutely. What's the song where Neo flies away at the end of the first? One? Um, Wake up by Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, Rage Against the Machine. There you go, Joe. There you go. You know what to do? Which is also famously the song where the uh, brass band that covered them pissed on that guy's face. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen that video. Brass against. Brass do I want to see that? It's... So I want you to imagine something, Sean. It's a woman pissing on a man's face on stage. Okay. As the song kicks back in. Yeah. Something, and it's also worth She's noting. like talking, like building. You know how Rage Against Machines do that thing where they slowly start building back up again? Sure. She's at that point. Pissing on a man's face with a microphone. Uh, none of her bandmates knew she was going to do it. She, so basically at the start of the show, uh, she was like, oh, I really need to piss. Like, I'm going to have to go off stage. 
and like was joking about it for a bit. We've and talked then, about this before on this podcast. And then a guy in the crowd was like, piss on me. And uh, he was real drunk to the point where he had a beer can taped to his head. And uh, yeah, then he got up on happened. stage. She pissed on his face. And that's yeah. apparently stuff like that. Their show is usually very, very tame. So okay. the band didn't expect it. The crowd didn't expect it. I don't think she expected it. Hey, when you got to go. Yeah. Also, I've seen the video. Yeah. She pisses for ages. Yeah. She needed to piss. And it's also good because it's in the part of the song where it's like, I think I heard a shot. Yeah. <laughs> and then like when the song starts to build back up, she starts pissing. So then when she finishes pissing, the song kicks back in and she kicks him off stage. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. He's a mess. Yeah. He's, He's coming, coming to piss. I like going to piss podcast. <laughs> Sean. Yeah. Speaking of people pissing, yeah. Collingwood went to Marvel sta- Stadium and pissed oh. their pants. Yes. What a transition. Just realized I don't have my phone on me. Can't remember the score. Think we won by four goals. 124 to 100. You're correct. Bang Woo. on. Sean, that is the highest score Collingwood have conceded this year. I think it's the highest score they've conceded under Craig McRae. That is also correct. So in the last two years. Well done. Oh, thanks. I um, It was because of me. Um, you I were at the game. I was at the game. I went with my sister, who hasn't been in the footy for... We were trying to figure it out, and she was just like, before COVID, and I'm like, I think it's a lot longer yeah, than that. Yeah, so she's not wrong. Yeah. Maybe before 2011 was before COVID. <laughs> it could have been 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Simon Black's still running around. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder if she was going to be like, my dad comes to the footy now, and he's like, is Jonathan Brown still playing? Like, he just doesn't know any of the players <laughs> anymore. <laughs> uh, no, she had a good time. We had a good time. Collingwood fans did not. Um, so geez, everyone had a good time then. She's there, Farrell. They are. They're, they're terrible, Sean. Yeah. They got to a point in the game where, because they're Collingwood and they believe they'll come back from anything, they got to a point where it was like, oh, I don't think there's enough time left. The comeback's not on. And so the, the comments turned to, oh, well, fuck you then. We'll see you at the MCG. We'll see you on grand final day. Presumptuous to think that's they weird will be to there. think that they're not going to go in straight sets, which is exactly what's going to happen to Whoa. them. Sean, big call. They have now conceded in the past three weeks over a hundred points. Yeah, but they are missing. Let's be clear here. More Dacos, Dagoe didn't play. Bobby Hill didn't play. It's a, it'll be a different team. Brisbane had to win. I think they've I'm been very happy out. they did. It's a big like mental sort of block to get over. Even though Brisbane played pretty well at Marvel. Yep. I yeah, yeah. They're like eight and two from the last. But you've got to keep winning these games because here's the other thing, Sean. There's a stat about. Teams that have won every premiership win at least three of the last four games. Yeah, yeah, I, I was... Connor would have gone one and three. That They will have to defy history, yes, to win the flag. <clears throat> but they're the kind of fucking team that they'll, yeah. they'll get off over that time. The issue is, is and week again, one... lots of injuries. Yeah. With the week off, with the bye thing, they'll maybe get... They'll, they'll get Darcy Moore back. Yeah, to go oh, so during, during the game, played. Murphy was pretty banged up too. He was on and off the ground. They um they said to go, uh, McCray said to go. He would have played if it was a final. They just gave him a rest. Yeah, he said there was a few of them that would probably play if it was a final. So yeah, they, and they've been so good this year they can afford to yeah. to do that. The only way they'll lose top spot now is if the Bombers beat them in the final round. <clears> which when we won on Friday night, I thought, hey, we're a anything chance is for possible. One. But then now I don't know. No, maybe the Bombers will come out embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. We don't know. Charlie Cameron, I thought was really good. Yep. Um, it's really, just really good to see him kicking goals. On I hate Brandon Maynard. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. fair. So Hipwood bodying him and kicking goals. Charlie Cameron kicking goals on him. Their backline's a bit scrambled. Well, the thing about Maynard too is the captain. He spent so long fighting and arguing with umpires that he would miss passages of play, and the only guy he tried to fight was Link McCarthy. 
<laughs> oh, you, like, you, you will have noticed this, Tom. There's a theme to the people that he tries to fight. So smaller than him. I guess yeah. gets Geelong on Friday, like a couple of weeks ago, Sean. Yeah. And the only guy he tried to fight, Tyson Stengel. Yeah. Did he try to fight Jeremy Cameron or Gary Rowan? No, no he did not. He never would. I don't know why I bring Gary Rowan in. I think anyone would. No, no. Him. Yeah. Just height wise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyone that's bigger than him. Yeah. He's um, he's a flat track bully. So the crowd enjoyed. You know, walking back to the train station after the game. It's a genuinely dangerous crowd, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the that that like, crowd is not also designed well to get to that station. It oh, is awful. The bottleneck was fucking horrendous. The moment it takes that bend. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. And you're just stuck in there, slowly like crawling forward. And there's a bit of like a lion's chant going, very like immediately overpowered, and it becomes a Collingwood chant. Yeah. They chant even when they lose. Like... <laughs> I don't understand them. They like to think they're hard done by. Oh, they absolutely are. I will it's say- funny because I went home and watched the replay, and I watched like I watched it the next day, and um, a lot of at the ground ones. You know how because you don't have the you, you don't have the footage on TV, so you're like, oh, was that fifty fifty? Was that the right call by the umpire? I don't know. Watching the replay and being like, oh, it's just the crowd couldn't know what had happened that it had been touched. That's why it was called play on stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, they're feral about it and they boo forever and they never get over it the whole game. Mm. Some fucking old guy behind me complaining the whole game. Every fucking week, you yellow maggots, fuck us. Oh, whole game. The top of the ladder. They're also yeah. they're also one of the richest clubs. They get looked after. They're a destination club. Yeah. The AFL, they're the AFL's golden child, but every Collingwood supporter would have you think that, oh, no, we're battling. Yeah. The AFL are out to get us. Yeah. Fuck off. But that's the mentality Collingwood have. It's like everyone hates us, and they actually fucking love it, and it's a little bit sickening to be around. It's like just... You know they've all got tiny little erections the whole time. Yeah. Well, that comes Sean, here's a story that will just cheer you up that I don't think I told on the podcast when I went to the footy because I probably would have been a bit sad about it. But when Essendon lost to Sydney by two points, uh, when we were leaving because that was a pretty, that was a sellout game. Yeah. So bottleneck, but also trains were fucked. Like trains were cancelled for thirty minutes, and they closed the station to not let anyone in because trains weren't running. Yeah. So it got like crazy backed up, and there was one guy. Uh, that was like standing to the side, like laughing about the game, and then was like, like started yelling, like, "Imagine barracking for Essendon!" And then one guy turned around and clocked that this guy was wearing a Richmond scarf, yeah. and was like, "You barrack for Richmond, you silly cunt! Your team are shit!" <laughs> <laughs> and then he was just like, "Shut up!" And then the guy, like, color just drained out of his face and just like shut the fuck up. It was it was so sudden. And so aggressive. Good. <laughs> but it wasn't short. Like, because he was just like, you're back for Richmond, you silly cunt. Your team is shit. Shut up. <laughs> Boys, I've just remembered something. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to have to step out of the room because I've got a gift for the two of you. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, I think I know what this is. I'm excited. Tom's- Joel, I'll just tell you. Yep. Lockie Neal benefited from not being tagged for once in his fucking life. Yep. Um. Seemed to dominate. They put Tom Mitchell on him. It was a bit of, uh, it wasn't like a hard tag, like he's copped in recent weeks. Also, Fagan mentioned after the game, he's had like flu symptoms and shit for the last few weeks. Oh. That went under the radar, and maybe that explains why he's been a bit flat. Yeah. He seemed back. Tom's come back into the room. Empty handed. Just want to say that Connor McKenna and Kitty Coleman were awesome off the half back line. Um, Brisbane, they looked good. We've, We've beaten Collingwood, I think, the last six times now. A lot of it's been at the Gabba, but. Yeah, it's good to beat them in Melbourne. They needed to win to, if we beat St. Kilda now, we'll lock in top, uh, top two. Are you worried about injuries? Because 
Archie and McCarthy. Archie seems to cop something every week. He hurt his back when he fell. He got kind of yep. tunneled and fell down. They seem to think he'll probably be okay. Might miss a week. But mm-hmm. Right for finals. Same with Link McCarthy. Tight calf, I think it was. Yeah. But with the week off and the buy and stuff, should maybe they won't play this week, but should be okay. Sean. Tom, can I just mention two more things about the Brisbane game? Yeah, this is about the Brisbane game. Okay, you, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, you. I hope you you might mention it though. So I'll let you go. No, no, this is, it won't be this. Oh, well, I'm just going to say you're not talking about the highlight of the game, which is Dev Robertson running around with a oh, shirt on. Gain. That boy has a rig. Oh, sexy band. I was like. How many Instagram followers did he gain? Last time I looked, it was 20,000 plus. 20,000 plus, yeah. Yeah. They, someone on Twitter put a thing up being like, I'm in a market right now and I'll check back in. And, in, and he gave like updates every now and again. Yep. I think after about five minutes, he'd gained like 6,000. <laughs> that jumper ripped real easy. Yeah. Yeah, well, it exploded. And then he cracked the shits because he got tackled. No, he, like, it was a dog move. Someone grabbed his jumper and, like, pulled it around his neck while they were tackling him. Yeah, it was, uh, I can't remember who it I think was it was right Dacos. No, it might have been. Oh, yeah, actually. Maynard ripped the jumper. Maynard ripped it and then he, you know, ran around for a while. With it loose. And then he got tackled by, like, three guys and whoever the last one was sort of ripped it. And it like ripped his neck down, and yeah, so he, he ripped it off the and shit, threw it, threw it on and the then ground. ran around for about two minutes with his shirt off. Was on the mark after that, and yeah, everyone cause... was shocked because they're like, "It's the middle of winter. How does he look so good? What is this? That's Queensland tan, baby." Honestly, the difference between Brisbane players—they all have tans. Yeah, like they've all got short tans. Yeah. They stand next to a Collingwood player, and the yeah. Collingwood player looks translucent. Yeah, if you ripped Maynard's shirt off, he would have—he would have gone blind. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Now, Dev was good, and I think he had a good game as well. BT, I noticed in the commentary, immediately got into him. Oh, like, oh he loves this. It's like, BT, calm down, you fuck. BT up. just got horny for chaos. Yeah. It was chaotic. Yeah. Brisbane, very impressive. Two things from the big screen, the big sexy screen. At the oh, end. yeah, yeah, yep. Friday night footy, mm-hmm. they do the sing-along thing. Yeah. They're like, we're going to put the camera all over the ground. I think you win X amount of KFC or money or whatever. Yep. Three times I've seen it now. Three times it has been the person in the front row, right behind wherever the host is with the microphone. Ooh. So they show everyone. They go, everyone dance. Look at the top level. He's dancing. Always give it to a, like a person down the front. Conspiracy. It's bullshit. I also have that um, distracted camera thing. Yep. Which is kind of boring because it's just like people on their phones and stuff. It gets funny when it, it clicks over a minute though. When it gets to a certain length of time. My favorite one is when they cut away from someone and then they cut back. And then cut back. <laughs> That's the magic. Yeah. I want to tell you because I don't think I did on the night. I, it blew my fucking head off. A guy had a pie. Yep. They're like, oh, he's, he's gonna, is he going to tuck in? And then had a chip in his other hand, dipped the chip into the pie, bit of meat on the chip. Couldn't believe it. That um, is honestly how the stadium changer. react. The fucking crowd went wild. <laughs> <laughs> What huge. got a bigger cheer, any of the goals, Dev Robertson or that man? I mean, I want to say it was that man. It wasn't. The game got a lot of loud cheers. But, yeah, it got a it, it got a bump. Yeah. It was huge. I'm going to try it now. It, sound, it, it sounds like a footy HSP. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> just take the it. lid off your pie, put chippies in there. Yeah. Oh, Magic stuff. A little bit of cheese. Oh. Oh. Mm. This, wasn't, this wasn't lit off. This was took a bite, so there's a hole in his pie, oh. and then dipped the chip in. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but that's the, good. The lid off is good too. Do you reckon the fact that we record- lid off, load it with chips, lid back on? Oh, <sighs> that'll almost be almost entering shepherd's pie territory. <laughs> Put a bit oh, of tomato yeah. sauce on the chips, lid back on. It's kind of like a it's a it's a secret shepherd's. Though, yeah, it's it? like yeah. A, secret, it's a secret shepherd's, shepherd's pie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's technically a cottage pie if it's beef. It's shepherd's pie if it's lamb. 
Yeah, but I'm talking about the shepherd's part of it. The potato sits on top. This time, the potato chip is underneath. The well, no, lid. the shepherd's part of it's the lamb. Oh, okay. No, I'm just thinking like shepherd's pie. Yeah, it has potato, potato, on, potato top. on top. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but a the cottage pie aspect of it is the lamb. Yeah, yeah. So right. a lamb with potato on top, shepherd's pie. Beef with potato on top, cottage pie. What's just a pie with potato? Well, that would be a cottage pie because beef is usually in a pie. Okay, cottage pie. Yeah. Mm. All right. Mm. Boys, I know my pies. Okay. I know my potato-based goods. Do you reckon mm. we talk a lot about food on this podcast because we record at dinner time? Uh, I think so. I'm Straight really hungry right work. now. Yeah, that is uh, – like, I want a pie. Yeah. yeah. With a chip? Put a pie in the oven, some chips in the air fryer. Movie oh. fired up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell. Um, boys. We're we gonna get through this podcast ASAP. We've done so all sure. the games, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've done them all. We've got nothing else to talk about. I've got a gift for you both. All right. I promised this. Oh, I reckon about three months ago. Yeah, I, know, oh, I, know I know what know it what is. is. Yeah. And I finally deliver it. Did yeah. you think you were getting this when I was brought the gingerbread in? No, when you brought the gingerbread in, I thought we were getting hot dogs, even though you had no like, <laughs> you, you had nothing on you. Um, boys, would you like a pen? Oh yeah, <laughs> Jack Straight, I would. So that is a Australian Sports Museum pen. Thank you, Thomas. Oh, listen to that sound. Oh, that's some good. That's some good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of how good's footy. That's Any, good stuff. Thank oh, you, Tom. Thank you, Any, Tom. Anything else you want to say about the good game, Sean? Nah, I enjoyed it. Uh, my sister enjoyed it. Footy's good. Next game. Uh, <laughs> great, unevent- great pen. Uneventful in the, like, Richmond beat North. Oh, I of- forgot this game happened. Eventful in the fact that it was the last game of a couple of uh, Richmond stars. And a uh, North Melbourne player. And a North Melbourne so star. So Zeeble, Cochin, and Rewaltz all played their last games. I do want to make one comment about pens. Not, not This is an attack on you, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. This is about makers of pens. They're really designed for a right-handed person. Yes, Because if you are. look at the way I'm holding my pen, yep. logo's upside down. Mm. In the hand of a right-hander. You know yeah. what pen you've got. Yeah, I know. I know. Interesting. I should also clarify and say by last game, I meant uh, last game in Melbourne for the Richmond players, I think. No, no, they, that's it. They're not playing next week? No, nah, Cochin and Rewald are both done, I'm pretty sure. You sure? I'm I'm, very, I'm almost, sh- I can go, I feel like it definitely was Cochin's retirement game. Yeah, okay. And same as Zeeble. Zeeble well, definitely won't play. Um, well, no, he, he is. But it was game. his retirement game too, which I found odd. But like, where are they playing next week? North. Oh, Dan and Tassie. Yeah, we didn't do a farewell game down there too. I mean, he can't now. No, he's he not a, playing. He got attacked, assaulted. Yeah, some dog cunt. Yeah, um, going to Kiara Bowers, that guy. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but Richmond are playing Adelaide next week, so I reckon this in Adelaide. Mm. Yeah, so I reckon this was the Melbourne farewell game. No, I reckon Cochin's done. Yeah, I because th- he, he, he didn't seem to do that. He didn't why. play the week before, so that this could be his last ever game. Oh, okay. Well, farewell to them. Uh, Richmond were trying really hard to get Jack Rewald to kick a bag in the last quarter, but he kicked three behinds. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of uh, Steve Johnson's last ever game for Geelong, where I think he kicked one goal five, <laughs> just Ooh. and just was taking shots from everywhere. And then the one he kicked was was pretty fucked, but it was yeah. very clear that it was like, okay, he's trying to kick goals. It was I think so. It was James Kelly Stokes and Johnson's last ever game. Did you win the game? We did. We beat Adelaide. It was the last time uh, Geelong. Last time Geelong didn't make finals, 2015. Yeah. Paddy Dangerfield marked the ball with a minute to go and got a round of applause because <laughs> everyone went, he's, it was the last season he played at the Crows before he came across to Geelong. Oh, of course, yep. yep. Um, and so, yeah, so Johns kicked a goal, Stokes kicked two, and then for the rest of the quarter, it was about they, they threw James Kelly at full forward and kept trying to get him a goal. How much yep. did you lose by? 
I think we won by 30 points. Oh, you won, sorry. Yeah, yeah. of course. Mm. A little bit tight to be having just pot shots from everywhere. Selfish. Well, if, I guess it didn't matter because they weren't going to make finals. Yeah, and I think we were up by like 40-something. Mm. Like we were comfortably in front. Yeah, okay. Steve Johnson, though, I think wanted to kick 20. <laughs> Good um, anyway. But I guess Rewell kicking 1-3 is probably a fair reflection on the career. He's had at points. I mean, three-time premiership player. Yeah, good career. He's no, no, no. I know, I know, but he's yeah. also like yeah. Like, he, can, he can sometimes be. He can sometimes he, burn you. He sprays a lot of goals. Better career than Nick. Yeah, I it, think he's easily. a better player too. Everyone was doing that. Who's had the better? It's so obvious. One of them's won three flags, and one of them has won none. Nick's a better player. Yeah, I'll give that. But Jack had a better significantly career. better career. I'm going to make a big call. Go More I think, charismatic. I think Jack's a better bloke. Better bloke. Yes. Well, he's got three flags. <laughs> There's that, but also... I can't argue with that, Jack Sorry. didn't try to get a coach fired. Case closed. Nick did. Mm. Yeah, uh, Nick. Mm. Jack got on stage with the Killers. You didn't even know I hate that band. Good on him for having a crack. Uh, he's the, also that... friends with Shep mates. <laughs> yeah, i got to say, Jack seems like a good guy. Jack, Jack... I just hate him on the field. Yeah. 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 Jack's vibe is very funny. He's Tasmanian boy. Yeah. Uh, his he's energy... Boy. His, his energy is real country. Mm. That... Time he jumped the Mikey gate to run away from the press when he got st- <laughs> stood down as captain or whatever it was. I can't remember. Very funny. That's relatable. I love fair evading. Good on you, Jack. Great career. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Cochin, another good boy, I think. Cochin isn't fun, though. No, he's a boring man. Cochin's Chris Judd. Apparently Chris Judd. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently Trent Cochin. You know what's funny, though? Sorry. You yeah. would have said Chris Judd even if I hadn't have because you were thinking about Cochin being boring and how Chris <laughs> Judd is also boring. <laughs> I've heard Cochin, like Channel 7, are launching some new footy show. For the finals with Cochin and Joel Selwood, yeah. Talking finals. Talking finals, yeah. I'm going to put this out there. Hosted by JB. That's a bad mix. Yeah. Joel a- Selwood's boring as fuck. Yep. A good bloke. Great bloke. Trent Cotchin, boring as fuck. Good bloke. JB, annoying and a fuckhead. Do you know what they need to do? Get Danger's not playing finals now. Get him on that show. He's also, charismatic and he can no, talk. No, they don't want... Do you know what you need on footy shows? Players. Ah. You need like a Kane Corns who has strong opinions. I just can't imagine Salwood and Cotchin slamming anybody or having any kind of strong opinion. I wouldn't be shocked if this is like a Sunday footy show kind of vibe and there is like another two people that we just don't know about. Yeah, there's there's going to be... have to be two maniacs. chaotic maniacs. There will be. I think... Mitch Robinson... No, I don't think it'll be. Selwood and Cochin are there to be like the tell us about finals as like an expert thing, and then they'll have two maniacs on there, like Dale Thomas and Campbell Brown. The worst thing they could do is be like, and we've added another host, and it's Joe Watson. (laughs) Well, he wouldn't wouldn't know how to talk about finals. Because he also does not have strong opinions. (laughs) Channel 7 have some bad, bad people on there. He is awful. Their Saturday night coverage, which I watched, some of the worst stuff I've ever fucking heard in my life. What game was Cameron Ling commentating on the weekend? I don't think it was the Geelong game. Does this ring a bell to you? No. Pretty sure it was the boundary rider. Yeah. Oh, it was your game, Friday night. No, it wasn't. Lingy. Oh, maybe it was Saturday no, no, night. Abby does the boundary Friday night. I thought it... Oh, maybe it was Saturday. I have a big issue with Channel 7. Yeah. With the way they use Abby. Because every time I watch, she is purely on the boundary to report on injuries and do the post-game interviews. Yeah. They don't... Cut, they don't throw to her for inside on the game. And then when Cameron Ling does boundary line, it's there are like they're throwing down and they're asking questions. Lingy, what do you think of the tactics? What do you think of this? And he does the injury shit as well. Why do they do that? I could probably Abby's, take. Ab, I, well, yeah, we know exactly why yeah, they do it. Yeah. Abby's a fucking gun. Like hmm. we saw that. What was that one where like, there was COVID in the box and she came and did like the second half of the game? Her analysis on the game is awesome. She's good. 
It shits. It really fucking shits me. Yeah, because they literally just cut to her and she just gives a bit of information about a player who got injured. Although she was very busy on Friday night. Well, yeah, there was lots of injuries, but like that's that's yeah, uh, it, it annoys the shit. No, out you're of right. It was Cameron Ling because I think he interviewed a Geelong player at halftime. We interviewed he interviewed Chris Scott before the game, and they like shook hands. And- yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lingy was definitely doing boundary stuff, but it was like a constant thing of like throwing to her and being like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that move? What do they need to do? And they they never do it with Abby, and it fucking sh- does my hurt in. Yeah. It sucks. <sighs> Sorry, what were we talking about? Next game, I reckon. Yeah. Gold Coast versus Carlton. This was Tight game. Spicy. What was that first quarter? They're up by like 40 points, Gold Coast. Uh, so first quarter was two six goals. goals, five to one goal, two. And then I think by half time they were up. It was seven seven to seven five. Yeah, that second quarter. Oh, we also got a rare piece of Monday news today. Uh, Damien Hardwick, coach. Oh yeah, what a shock! I'm yeah. so surprised. Yeah, so wow, we're on your Gold Coast. Can't can't believe this is what breaking you. When it happened, I didn't even register that it, someone at work was like, "Oh my god, they've signed Hardwick as coach," and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, he's had the job since June. Yeah, you could have announced <laughs> maybe even earlier. I, I heard whispers today that he was approached like early in the year to have a think about it. Yeah, yeah, of that's what, yeah. That's it why would have that's been why Richmond. Richmond would have been Richmond's, the start of the year. I guess Richmond were just like, you know what? He's tired and he's sick of us. Maybe it's like win-win. They're happy, but like he was contracted and he brings in like Taranto and Hopper for seven years. He, yeah, he thing. oversaw a bit of a, a and then, plan and then immediately went. Ah, I'm pretty burnt out with this. David King did weigh in and say that he liked it. The he, move. Yeah, he was like, we should be doing more of this. Jared did as well, lately. Yeah. I, I, I happen to agree with that, to be honest. They were like, yeah. I think there needs to be more coach swaps. Yes. I thought, when was that season where Dimmer looked fucked as well? Like, it was the year before they won the flyer. 2016. No, no, sorry. I'm, I'm talking about, maybe it was even during 2020. Oh, 2020, when it looked like he was fighting everybody. Yeah. His I players were fighting. Then, he was having an affair. He's, obvi- he's obviously a great coach. I honestly thought in that season, he should just move to another team. Yeah. And Simpson should move from West Coast. Simpson's kind of done a lot of damage to his coaching credibility yeah. now, I think. But coaches should move around a lot more. Mm. Yeah. I don't know why they don't, because in other sports they do. Like in the NBA, there was like five guys who swapped jobs oh. in the space of three yeah. weeks. Well, so, yeah, that's what they were saying on, well, it sounds like you listened to the same thing mm. with um, Kingy and Jared. Yeah. The but, Monday means test. Yeah. Yeah. What a um, name for a show. But yeah. they were yeah. just being that's like- shit, Tom. You should listen to it. <laughs> They do. It's all about preliminary final integrity. All year they talk about it. Who's going to stand up on prelim final weekend? Wow. And they do their top four rankings all year. It's good shit. Who's currently standing up prelim final weekend? Brisbane, uh, I think Carlton, King's Port. got your general top four, I think, still. Yeah, it's it's, cr- it's Jared, funny. Jared goes wild. Jared changes the way he does it, but this time he's gone by like, who's in the best form at the moment? So he's got Carlton, Brisbane, Melbourne, Port, I think. Yep. So Collingwood aren't even in his top four. Yeah. And occasionally they get they get real wild because it's a close one. So they're like coming in at five, and then the other host is always like, oh, "You can't be doing that." <laughs> Jared, Jared does a lot of this one's a play in for me. If this team wins this week, then they're back in. He does shit like that. <laughs> and Kingy just like has the same format the whole year, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Kingy um, feels but, like a man. But that's how was, he operates. He has the same thing yeah, all the time, and yeah. he blows his mind when it's different. Yeah. But they were saying something that yeah makes a lot of sense, which is just like, why should coaches that win premierships? keep coaching the same team until it, they inevitably crash and burn Yeah, when they could leave when it starts getting dicey yep. because clearly it's not working anymore. I agree with a it. fresh coach. Coaches, they're the best coaches for a reason. Yeah. 
It's kind of like an like a, an NBA player. If you're at your, the peak of your powers, just move with free agency. Yeah, go to a team. Have a crack and... with the team. Uh, it either worked or it's starting to fade. They were saying Keep Chris Scott should do it this year. Yeah, Chris Scott should get out of Geelong now is what I would say. Not, no, that's not to say Geelong won't make finals next year or anything like that. It's, it's just, just you had your time, you did your thing. You're still the best coach in the AFL probably. Where would, where would you send him? Well, I probably would have said go to Gold Coast because he seems yeah. to like it up there and he used to live there. And True. Um, send him to Brisbane, sure. Send him to Brisbane. Mate, Brisbane could win the grand final, and then Fagan's locked in. For 10 years. Signing well, for yeah. 10 years. <laughs> it's a poisoned cup, Sean. Well, <laughs> you never know. Like, Ryan yeah, Lester but... could extend another year. Ryan another Lester... one on top of the one he's already signed. If he won a premiership, though, it'd be the best. I've got this feeling that Ryan Lester will one day coach Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> I just reckon, and I you'll reckon have he'll all... coach. I reckon he's a coach. Yeah, Women's and... or men's? Don't know. Juicy. Don't know. Juicy Time stuff. Time will tell. But yeah, no, shit. I agree. I think coaches should move. They should move around more. Yeah. Longmire should probably move from Sydney soon. And this might sound crazy because these teams are in the finals mix and that sort of thing. Longmire, but, Longmire is actually, nah, I probably wouldn't just because the the uh, the age of that team. Yeah. You keep going. But yeah, someone like Chris Scott, pick a different team. Go to the Bulldogs. That's what Kingy, I think, was saying. He was like, pick a team that's sort of, yeah, like a Bulldogs who are middling, who are yeah. like, they should be better than they are. They or need Freo to in there and jump He's up. been at Freo before. Freo, yeah. Something like that. Like, and then I guess like newer coaches would go to the like lower down clubs just to try and like yep. build something, work yep. together. I like it. I like it a lot. This is, I don't this know. Is this is why I, th- I, like, for instance, I thought Fagan should have gone to Gold Coast. Yeah. This is juicy. Yeah. This is real. I mean, juicy. it won't happen. The industry no, no, no. no. Wild. The AFL are really dumb and old fashioned and can't do anything new ever. And anytime they come up with something new, they still are sponsored by crypto. And I still get a message from them every week after a Geelong game being like, make sure to get your AFL mint NFT for a moment from the game. And I'm like, what the fuck are you cunts doing? What Crypt- was the, uh, what was the basketball stadium in LA? Was it the Staples Center? Yeah. yeah crypto. For years. Staples Center. It's mm-hmm. this iconic historic building and it's renamed the Crypto Center. Not anymore. Yeah. Have they changed I it again? I think it got changed, yeah. Thank God. Uh, that well, that's, that, that company's gone gone under, basically. <laughs> yeah. Crypto will... Yeah, crypto.com. Yeah, they still have a partnership with the AFL. They're still the official crypto partner of the AFL. But again, I still get a message after every Geelong game being like, well, they have congrats, to. Here's, your, here's your NFT for a moment from the game. It's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Bring back when the footy was sponsored by Foster's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bring back when the footy ran that competition where you could name the new Vegemite, and then at halftime on grand final day, they got the guy onto the stage and said, what have you named the Vegemite? And he said, I snack 2.0, and then he got booed. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've ever been at. It was the 2009 grand final, and I fucking loved it. It was one of the highlights of the game. Foster's beer, is it made in Foster in Victoria? No. So the story behind Foster's was that it was invented by two New Yorkers that came to Melbourne and made a beer. Okay. Um, but I not in Foster? No. That's disappointing. Um, and Isn't that, it their name? Because it's Foster's with like a little little apostrophe? I don't um, know. And yeah, so it was a like apostrophe? a- Apostrophe? <laughs> Next game. Next game. You won't beat that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we need to talk about the next game, Joel? Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Essendon lost by 21 goals in a game where they needed to win to make finals. Um, I remember yeah. checking the halftime. So I'd gone to- Was this when I saw a movie? No. Jesse Hogan had some points deducted. He actually finished the game on 188. What was I doing? Because I wasn't watching this. I wasn't either, but I checked back in and I just sent you a message and I went, Joel, what the fuck is happening? I can't remember what I was doing. I was out somewhere. Yeah, me too. Tom messaged me and said, Sean, the essence of the score. And then I was like, 
Dear God. <laughs> so to give everyone an indication of how poorly it went, Giants at quarter time kicked seven, had kicked seven goals three. Yep, okay. At the end of the game, Essendon had kicked five goals six. Jesus. So they beat us in one quarter. And you got team players back in. Yeah. Stringer. Yeah. Uh, Stringer. The we'll fittest look back on man this. on your team? He'll no, be no, no. looking back on that very embarrassed because he was like getting angry on the sidelines and like wanted to be subbed in as quick as possible. Guelphie did get hurt, but I don't know if it was like a soft sub just to try and get something happening. Stringer yeah. then got brought onto the game and did nothing. Yeah. Well, he wasn't fit. Yeah, I mean, they picked a... him as the sub, Tom, because he wasn't, they didn't think he was capable of 100% game time. Well, so this is an interesting point. So Geelong were well, I arming mean, now about doing that for Cam Guthrie because they weren't sure if he'd get through a full game and then went, well, no, because if we have to make the sub five minutes in, yeah. which funnily enough, Geelong ended up doing. Yeah. So Guthrie played VFL. Mm. Maybe Jakey Boy should have also played VFL. Also, I think with Essendon, it was just like, roll the dice. Hopefully, we can bring him on at the time we need that explosive. Yeah. Package magic. Um, but yeah, this was fu- this. Jesse the Giants Gr- were winning so much that they made their tactical sub at halftime, and it was Toby Green. Yeah, yeah. Th- that GWS was so far in front at halftime. They made a tactical sub and they subbed off Toby Green. I wondered why his fantasy score was so fucking shit. Yeah, he got, got subbed off. out. They were winning by so much they went. You can have a break, Tobes. They subbed <laughs> the captain off for a break. Oh, lucky I won. <laughs> Lucky I won in both legs. <laughs> Three to two grand finals. Congratulations. Oh, Only survived. Sorry, host. Joel. I just... We'll talk about fantasy at the end of this because yep. we've got a big, big announcement. Mm. But yeah, um, yeah, Toby Green got subbed off. Uh, it's the first time in AFL history that three Tobies have kicked a goal for the same team in a game. Did Langford's... Wait, who's the who's the Tobies? Toby Bedford, Toby Green. And Toby Green. Wait. Oh, no, that's Tom. Fuck. Who is the other Toby? There's not another Toby. There's only two. Who was the giant that got subbed on near the end and kicked a goal? Because that, that guy, he's a cousin of one of the Lions group chat people. Toby to- McMullen. There you go. Three Tobies. Mm, cousin of a Lion. Um, Did he have one kick, one goal? Was it one of those sort of debuts? Four kicks, one goal. <laughs> one goal, one. He was hungry for two. Oh, that's big. Um, Kyle Langford did kick two goals. Two goals, no, length of double. double. It's kicked 50 for the year now. Lock him in. Mm, I think he's been nudged out of the All-Australian team by Charlie Cameron. <laughs> On one game. Charlie's back. <laughs> Charlie, if I, I said you, if Charlie hit 50 goals, which he has, he's in. It just depends when they select it. They go, they, they need a small forward. Yeah. Well, they're going to have Toby think. Green. Uh, yes. Green and Cameron. And you, you could call also- Toby Green a small forward? Yeah, you would. Do they? Yeah. Medium forward for me. Yeah, but no, he's a small forward. Medium. He's probably the same size as Cameron. I don't think that's true. Maybe height. Yeah. 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 He's a medium stocky build. Oh, you know, is he? What? Yeah, you heard me. You're a fucking idiot. No, I'm not. He's, if he's the same to Charlie size Cameron. as Charlie Cameron, no, I just but never think of body what, type. Into, what yeah, are you talking about, Tom? Height. Tall forward, small forward. Do you think that someone like Sam Durham and someone like Toby Green are the same player? They're both small forwards. I just don't think It's nah. the same problem Essendon have, how we keep talking about how we've got big-bodied mids, but, like, they're not tall. What's Cam Rayner? Cam Rayner is not a, a small forward, is he's he? He's a high half forward, Sean. Maybe Toby is as well. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, Cameron is not a small forward. I wouldn't Charlie call, Cameron's a small. Forward. I wouldn't call Myers a small forward because he doesn't play 
in a pocket, he plays up the ground. But more. he's the size of a small forward. Yeah, I guess Different so. in size to Toby Green. <sighs> I guess. Yeah. I guess I'm an idiot. No, I wouldn't say you're an idiot. I just think differently. Pretty frequently. <laughs> I think different. Yeah, okay. um, My brain's wired in a way that is mysterious to me. Okay. So Essendon's percentage dropped nearly 10%. Fucking um, what? Gi- Giants went up about 7 or 8% too. 10%. Mm. They're on 90-something, and now they're on 106, I think. Hey, have you got the ladder up in front of you? Mm-hmm. What's the West Coast percentage? 52. 52.5. Bevo's such a fuck, because they could have destroyed them. And put West Coast like percentage under fifty, and locked in. Might a, never see that again. And potentially almost locked in a top top eight finish. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the bombers. Uh, there's not much more to say except um, Peter Wright was shit, wasn't he? <laughs> well, uh, it's one, hard to watch Peter Wright and then watch what uh, Hogan's doing down the other end. Uh, well, read nine many, goals, twenty four touches, I think. Twelve yeah. or thirteen marks, I think. Seventeen Amazing. marks. Amazing Whoa. Stuff. <laughs> He went bananas. Yeah. Um, Peter Wright also has the problem of our midfielders don't know how to kick it into our forward at all. I've watched a bit of Peter Wright since he came back, and it's hard to judge him because maybe the injuries fucked his whole year, really. I just don't know about him, Joe, as a forward. <laughs> I know he kicked 50 last year. Kicked, yeah. I just don't know, man. He kicked like... Is it just bad delivery? He's, Is he a ruckman? He's not good at... If he's on a lead, he's fine. And he can take a pack mark, but players keep popping it on top of his head, and then defenders climb all over. It's the Ben Brown issue where they're kicking it up here. Whereas if you actually kick to him on the lead, you can't get around him. Ben Brown's probably a good comparison. Maybe you need to get Harry (laughs) instead of Ben. I wouldn't worry about Ben. Oh, maybe the Bombers probably doing it. Maybe get both. Can you get both? I think we're. we're, I think Ben's pretty much locked in. Ben's locked in because Ben's a free agent, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. You got to get Ben, and, and then trade for Harry. There's a uh, talk that North- Parish and your first draft pick, and probably, I think Parish is going to stay. Else. But this game may have changed things. There was a lot of talk. Who, one of your backmen's going to leave too. I think. Is it uh, Zerk Zerk Thatcher? Thatcher, yeah, he's yeah. going to go to Port. Is he worth anything? Uh, yeah, he's this year. They've been, he's been very good. Yeah, because he. What's he worth? Don't know. Draft pick. Second round. Are there any big-bodied mids on Port's list that you could take? Um, well, we could always get fucking uh, like Arazio Oli- back. That is a possibility, apparently. <laughs> you don't want that. Yeah, no. What, a player that plays four games a year? Time to move on. A player who allegedly doesn't do what the physios tell him to do and then refuses to play a little bit sore. Mm, oh, boy. Get the two. Get the Mackay brothers. That would be pretty huge. Mackay double, having- a Langford double. <sighs> Are there any more Langfords out there? I don't know. We'd finally be able to prove that the Mackays are twins because you'd see them both on the field at the same time. Well, would you, though? Yeah, Ben's injured, so Harry will play, and then Harry's injured, Ben's playing. Imagine if you do the trade, you trade all your future draft picks, then they get to the club and you realise, wait, there's only one of them. (laughs) What the fuck? Sorry, we thought you knew. And and it's just like, yeah, I'm I'm Ben and Harry Mackay. What about the podcast? Yeah, we use a mirror. (laughs) Uh, Next game, St. Kilda beat Geelong. I watched this. I watched. I, I gave myself a nice entree. What was the vibe at the ground like? I watched from home, Sean. Oh, you didn't go? Why don't I go to Marvel? Why not? Because I'm a piece of shit. I fucking hate that ground so much, I knew Sean. it wasn't there. Yeah. I fucking hate it. You and your club are the same. You both didn't turn up. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. No, uh, I watched- a privilege to just not go to watch uh, Sean, so I So watched... you never go to Marvel? Very rarely. I don't like it. Is this because you're a Geelong member, right? Yeah, so I go- so Is this because I... you'd have to pay for a ticket? You don't go? No. 
I could use membership to get a ticket. Oh, no, I'd have to pay, I think. Yeah, I think you would. Same at MCG, but like, I'd much rather, if even if I didn't work at the MCG, I'd rather go to the MCG than Marvel. Did, did you have something else on on the night and just couldn't commit to go? I was watching or? the Matildas, Sean. Okay. Beforehand, but I was never going to go to Marvel. Yeah. That's weird. I can't imagine being like, I hate this stadium and we're going to go. Like, uh, I go to... Brisbane are in town. I've got to be there. Yeah, but but again, I go to Geelong every weekend and watch Geelong play. In Ge- I'm going this weekend to watch them play the Bulldogs. Like I'll go down to Geelong and watch them in Geelong. I do that. So you go now when there's nothing to play for. No, no. This, there's a there, Sean. There's something juicy on the line. It's, Death of a coach. That's not going to happen. It'd be funny though. It won't happen though. No, he might throw himself out of the box. He won't do that either. <laughs> you, yeah, strange that you didn't go. Yeah. Oh, I just um, find it. I don't find it strange you weren't there. I just find it strange that you just you refuse to go to a ground. Marvel. Yeah. No, I think what originally. What are you saying, Hardwick? I think I originally. I don't like going to Marvel. I've been there before. I've been to like a Carlton game and a Bulldogs game there. I've been with you. I've been to a couple of. I've been to some Saints games there. Yep. Um, been to that cold game that we went to. With yeah, the cold game. Adelaide yeah. where Essendon lost by about twelve goals. Got to say on Friday, pretty windy ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was cold. Well, we. Yep. Yeah, I, I think originally we were planning to maybe go out for dinner and then come home and watch the second half, and then the dinner didn't happen. And so I'm not even interested in this just particular game. <laughs> it's just you don't go to Marvel. Rule. I don't like going to Marvel, no. Yeah, Damien that's, Hardwick. That's it, that, that is confusing to me. We don't play a lot of games there, to be fair. I think you do. Maybe three or four a year. That's quite a bit. It's the same as me. I reckon I went last year to one. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Uh, I was gonna, I was no, no. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I just, yeah. I go to a lot of Geelong games. Yeah. Well, I go, I'm lucky you didn't go because they were embarrassing anyway. And it, well, Sean, I was about to say, so I decided to give myself an entree to this game by watching the Matildas, yep. uh-huh. and then got very depressed oh, watching that. Yeah. And then for main course, I had more depression. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, I had the opposite. Well, the same, I yeah. guess. Yeah, it you was, had depression uh, for loss lunch. into loss. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I I was watching this, and I was like, going in, I was talking to my Geelong mates, and we were. I was like, it's going to be very hectic. We don't have a ruck. 
Um, the strategy will be Neil and DeConing against Marshall. And then Sav immediately went in with a hamstring, so DeConing went down to full back. And uh, then it just became uh, Neil and DeConing, Neil against Marshall and Marshall murderless. Uh, we just looked off all the night. The stats are so weird. I, I, was, I mean more around the ground. Marshall was just all over us, all over the place. Yeah, but like usually in a game, no matter how shit one of the rocks are, it'll be like 30 hitouts to 20 or like maybe what is it, like, like 20 to 15 or something. No, it's 20 to 6. Wasn't a lot of rock contests, eh? That was sorry, 28 to 6. Very low scoring. Yeah, but even then, like it's so not a lot of um there mustn't have been that many stoppages. No, nah, it was a lot of um so St Kilda played a real kick mark game. And then Ross did a big press, so Geelong just couldn't play on with any fluency. I think it just, the whole season, I think, caught up with us in about three quarters of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we had periods where we looked like we were going we to come back, but we just, we just couldn't. Danger got smashed. Um, Ollie Henry, I think, had four disposals for the whole game and one behind. Hawkins kicked 3-3. Three, three. Jezza looks good. Cooked, and they're talking now. He might be getting his shoulder operated on. Hawkins kicked two two. There you go, two two. And he's also say? apparently three injured. three. Mm. Yeah, we. So basically, uh, Brad Close got injured. Sav got injured. Hawkins went off injured. We went into this game with no Stanley or Rowan Blitzavs. Mm. Um, I think it just. I think. I think the whole year's caught up to us a bit in this game. Do you reckon that was Hawkins' last game? No. You no. reckon he'll play again? He talked about three weeks ago saying that he'd be keen to go around for one more year. Yeah, but so was Body. He shouldn't. I think he should. Yeah, I disagree. He will though. I think. Yeah, he's um he's been out. He's been great when he when he's when he's played. I, he I looks, like, like, yeah, looks like a frustrated man out there. And I think like he's been injured quite a bit this year, hasn't he? No, he hasn't. He was injured for he had the hamstring injury. He had an injury in the preseason. Yeah, that slowed him down at the start yeah. of the year. Yeah, he's getting old. Injuries are happening. He's he's in Daniel Rich mode. I <laughs> don't think this will be Tom Hawkins' last game. He'll. He'll, no, I think he'll definitely play on, but yeah. I don't think he should. I think he'll play one more year, and I think it'll be a bit of a... Because the other thing is, who's, <laughs> uh, who's there to mentor? Classic six-game years. Yeah, we'll see what he does. Mm. I, I still think he can play on. Um, he will. Yeah. yeah. How are we feeling about missing finals? Like, it sucks. I'd love to play finals. Yeah. Uh, I reckon it'll set in more week one, because you would just not be yeah, used to this I at think all. So. Well, the, the What's last... the vibe in your family? We're a bit we're a bit flat, but yeah. also there's there you got to remember too. Jacob's there's not. a Jacob's Jacob's like it's port, so mum and dad are a bit happy about that. Yeah. Cobb's pretty happy about that. I've um, I've got a little screenshot from a family chat. <laughs> I just want to bring this up. I won't name. I haven't it. seen it. I won't I, name. No, no, I know exactly what this is. I won't name who it is. Can Joel. I just say this is Shut pretty up. this is pretty cheeky tactics because this is this is the chat I believe between dad. Me and Cobb I don't during know. the game. I don't know, and I'm not going to say who said this. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that chat. Oh. But there is someone in the Reed family mm-hmm. who had Extended said, universe, Sean. A decent break and a full preseason will do us wonders. Finals can only hurt us long term. <sighs> Interesting comment. That was not me. That was not Tom, I can confirm. So your Finals family's... can only hurt us long term. I think that's dumb. Mm. Oh, I wish you'd said that to your family member. Depending on the group chat, I may have that muted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it goes off that chat and it just, I get so fucking sick of the notifications sometimes. I think it's muted. 
Fair enough. That vibe speaks for the whole family. I think finals can only hurt you. Long I don't term. think it does. Dad and I, if you go to the so the, the group chat between, I don't have access to the whole chat. <laughs> so I can't the, scroll through. No, it. no. So Dad's not in that one. I yeah. thought so. Jake, and Dad even, and I, I can't even reveal how I got that screenshot either. No, I can guess. I, I, can't, I can't. reveal Probably Jared sent that to me. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so Cobb, Dad, and I have a footy chat that we talk in. Yeah. And in that, Dad and I are pretty flat. And Jake kept being like, I can be like, man, this fucking sucks. We're, the injuries have hit us. And he's like, don't talk to me about injuries. And I'm like, Cobb, you're not the only team that's had injuries, mate. Mm. Like Port have been shafted by injuries, but so have every team in the AFL. Mm. Not every team. Yeah. Not Brisbane. Well, I mean, we've lost our, you know, I would say third best midfielder. I mean, that's true, but it means Hugh McCluggage gets to play more on ball, Sean. That's not what I want, though, Tom. I want him on the wing. Yeah, true. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah it's one of those things where this – Season, I think Chris got in the press conference, called it whack a mole. It's like we got a couple of things up, and then, then we just couldn't get the next little bit. And I think yeah. he's right. I think every time we got a little bit of a run, we either had injuries or form issues, yeah. and we just could never get any fluency. I and it makes say me appreciate how good last year was. That that member of your family that said that is in for a terrible realization when they realize that because your list is aging, next year will be the same problems but worse. Mm, potentially. We'll injuries, see. Injuries, yeah. Yeah. They, like, come, they come hard when you're old. When you're as old as us, boys. It's true. We are ancient. We should die. Yep. Um, the only thing I'm excited about is what it means is that I can focus solely on my girl's side and I'm pumped. That is a positive. I read a fuck stat today that blew my head off about George Brisbarkus. Probably incorrect, but yeah. I'm going to get it up no. so I don't get it wrong. Good That's how you. excited I am. Good well, for you. While you find that stat that you're going to somehow also misread. Um, I can read it and I've got it right here. Okay. So this is her numbers from last year. She averaged 22.8 dispo- disposals at an astonishing 75.3% efficiency. So that's better than nearly all halfbacks, let alone midfielders. That is huge. That yeah. is a ridiculous level of efficiency for an in-and-under gut-running midfielder. And I love it, and I'm excited. Good for you, Tom. It's Thank good you. to be excited. Um, and now we're into the third game in a row that decided finals. So uh, Essendon losing to Giants, locked Essendon out of the finals. Again, Doing that by 21 goals is pretty funny. Like, it's just... <laughs> it's pretty fun. Doing that where Jesse Hogan... You're missing out on finals because Jesse Hogan kicked kicks nine, nine goals. The second Giants player to ever kick nine. Who's the other one? Cameron? Jez, Jez kicked nine five, and there was one point <laughs> where Hogan looked like... Because, yeah, he kicked his ninth with, like, 10 minutes to go. I'm a little disappointed he didn't score 200 fantasy points. He got so close. 192, I think he got. But they've, uh, after a quick update, it's 188. Oh, nice game. Uh, so, yeah, this is the third game in the row that decided finals. This had a different type of fucked up. So, we've got Essen losing by 21 goals, Geelong just getting comfortably beaten by a team that they thought they would beat easily. And then. Oh, yeah, just quickly, fuck you, Russell. I hope you lose and die. That's fair. And finally, we roll into the Adelaide versus Sydney game where Adelaide... We're trailing by 34 points at three-quarter time. Came back. Ben Keys had a fucked shot from the boundary with 70 seconds to go. Umpire said, hit the post. Hit the post. Shame. Shame. Ben Keys didn't see that decision because he's already in the crowd celebrating. Because from where Ben Keys was standing, that was a goal. And then... In fact, the only person who <laughs> didn't see that it was a goal... Was the man whose job it is to decide if something is a goal or not? I rate it. <laughs> rate just calling it up behind. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Well, okay. Hear he me out. He backed himself so hard that he no longer has a job. I've got a theory. Tinfoil time. Okay. Put it on. So uh, my theory is, thank you, Sean, for entertaining me that with that gesture. After the Petrarca Crips, the Petrarca goal touched, was it uh, inconclusive, blah, blah, blah. 
I think AFL umpires were said, hey, back your decisions in. And I think he went, okay, no review. I'm going to back my decision in. And then uh, too late. Also, Sydney, 100% knew it was a goal, which is why they played on so fucking quickly. Smart by them. Yeah. Very clever by them. Horrendous for the game. It's fucked up Adelaide's lives. Yep. Um, Do you know what's fucked? Teams. So it's, if, fucked? it's fucked next week. So it's fucked that goal umpire. It's fucked the state of South Australia. It's fucked Gill's life, which is good. Why um, is Gill still doing press What happened to his arm? Why is he dressed like a fisherman? <laughs> why is and he, why he got sling? a sling? What happened? Don't know. Did he get Kiara Bowers? He won't tell us. No, he won't. <sighs> what's he been doing? What has he been doing? What's I reckon he been up to? Why is he still in the job? Yeah, it's cr- like it is insane that he's not only still- did Andrew Dillon started. Not only did it take forever to find the next guy who was already his right hand man. <laughs> now that they've picked him, like when does Gil finish? Um, I've got Grand a qu- final day. I've got a question for you, boys. He was supposed to finish when the Hawthorne saga ended. I know, and then he was supposed to finish when Gather Round happened. Yep. When is he actually finishing? Is it grand final day? Do you know what it's... Is it you know, AFLW grand final day? You guys know how um a guy, uh, some Russian dude who's, who's currently president, stopped being president for a bit so he could be prime minister and then went back to being president again? Mm. That's what this is. It's just so weird. It's old It's old Gil Putin. When does Dylan Vladimir start? Vladimir McLaughlin. When That's a better start? one. <laughs> when who starts? Dylan. When does he I start? I think he's already started. So why is Gil there? I don't know, why man. Why is Gil doing... Pr- why is his arm in a sling? There's a lot of mysteries that I we reckon, just don't know. I reckon know. he tried to get. He went back into his office and Dylan, Andrew Dylan, shirt fronted him, broke his collarbone. I just don't know what's going on. I've got a question. Yeah, oh, I forgot. No, yeah, here it is. Okay, so how long has Brad Scott been coach of Essendon? Uh, twenty three weeks. Well, twenty three rounds, but longer than that because he was coached like at the end of last year, right? He came in during the trade period. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So let's call let's call it eighteen months, right? Sure. Eighteen months to a year. Yep. To, to, uh, Fourteen months. All right? Yep. Call yep. it that? Yep. yep. Um, ask me uh, who who's taken over Brad Scott's job at the AFL when he left. I can't, Tom, because I already know. Nobody. Nobody is the football operations manager. It's fucked, Tom. It's the most embarrassing organization What the fuck? They make me sick. How? On a daily basis. Oh, Sydney. How do you expect people to get goals right when you... Fuck! Sydney. Very lucky. Very cheeky. They knew. <laughs> Sean, I like your thing of they played on real quick. They they played on they, so fast. They did like to the point where it, if, was, it wasn't to their advantage. No, either. It yeah, immediately it got a stoppage. They played on so quickly that like it definitely like in no sense if that was actually like if they were like oh, okay they've hit the post because you'd set up you'd set up and you want to slow down play because you're winning by a point a point with a minute ten on the with clock. shitty weather. They 100% saw it go through, saw the umpire do that, and went, if we play on quickly... They can't review it. They can't review it. We'll be faster than the review. That is some Dane Rampy galaxy brain (laughs) thinking. And he was right. I love it. He was faster than the review. The review couldn't catch him. No. Adelaide. Oh, it sucks. Mm. But... Racism tax. That's because you've got Taylor Walker in your team. Yeah. If you fired tax, that wouldn't have happened. You would have made the eight. Mm. Agree. Would have finished top four, probably. Yeah, because you'd be a good football club. Any One that we respect. still be there, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you've got a racist cunt on your team, and that's a real shame, mm. and uh, it's good to see that he won't be playing finals. So this this goal, though, because the Bulldogs lost, decided the fate of Sydney. Technically, because the Dogs lost, Geelong could have still made finals if Adelaide won, mathematically. Yep. Uh, Sydney then was still up in the air. GWS would have still been up in the air. The Bombers would have still been way more alive than they currently <laughs> would Carlton are. Carlton have been still Carlton up were there? a lock. Carlton were a lock when they won. Oh, okay. 
Damn. Saints would have still been up in the air. Like, there were five results that still would have been up in the air if that's a goal. Could have had the best round ever. Now it sucks shit. And, uh, this, and it's, it's partially Bevo's fault for also yeah, losing. Yeah. The next game also plays into this because, yeah, so we've had one team lose by 21 goals to lock themselves out of finals. One team get fucked by the umpire to lock themselves out of finals. One team just lose, lose a, regular, just re- a regular game. <laughs> but then we also have Western Bulldogs who needed to win to lock in top eight. They were playing what many are calling the worst football team since, maybe, Fit, since Fitzroy. Since Fitzroy. Since Fitzroy. And uh, they're, they're playing him in Perth, obviously. No, they were playing them here at Marvel Stadium, the Western Bulldogs Bevo, home ground. Bevo, Bevo, And Western Bulldogs lost by seven points. And had so much more of the ball. Look at the, look at the ball winners. It's like five dogs and then Tim Kelly. We got an email. Yep. I'm going to read it out now. Okay. It's about this game. It's from great friend of the show, Neil who you'll know as football is forever. <sighs> football is dead and not forever. <laughs> Hi, Sean. I hope that's the whole email. That's the subject. Hi, Sean, and maybe Tom and Joel. <laughs> football is dead. I finally agree with you. Bevo needs to go. I'll be going to find inner peace now to Neil. Worth noting that I saw this pop up during the game. <laughs> oh, no. The game wasn't even over yet. So, Neil. Neil had had enough. Enough of Bevo. Yeah, but if you're watching the way that game was going, was it when I West think it Coast... It was either third quarter, or I think it may have been fourth quarter. When Cripps I remember reading it and being goal. like, wow. Now I remember the email coming through when there was like seven points in it or something. Uh, West hectic, Coast... Hectic email. West Coast did kick three in a row in the last quarter. Yeah. Might have been then. Maybe, but an, e- an email from a broken supporter. Yeah, that's fair. Bevo, look what you've done. Look what you've done. That's your, that's your biggest fan. Then the next two games, not that eventful. Pretty much what was expected happened. Melbourne beat Hawthorne by 27 points. And Goodwin had a big sook in the presser about McGuinness. Yep. What a loser. People don't like taggers. Shut up, Simon. Mm. What did he say? I uh, said something about he McGuinness has no, doesn't want the ball. Yeah. It's hard to play against someone who doesn't want the ball. He doesn't want the ball or he doesn't go for the ball or yeah. it's clear he's not interested in getting the ball. He's not interested in touching the ball. And then Sam Mitchell came out and be like, we don't rate him on his ability to touch the ball. Yeah, I respect that from Mitchell. Mm. Yeah. Mitchell got tagged every game of his life. Yeah. And still often would win. Tagging is just not a big thing anymore. Yeah. Kane Corns is big on it, obviously, because he was a tagger. Yeah. That was the... That was his one wood as a player. But it's such a it's such a good lever to be able to pull. Like you look at like whenever Geelong play Brisbane, we put McCon- uh, O'Connor on Neil to try to stop him. Like why why the fuck wouldn't you try that? Yeah, every team needs someone. Yeah. No one really plays taggers anymore. But like for Brisbane, for instance, if like Oliver gets hot, they probably put Barry in there or something yeah. to just sort of like guard him a bit. Yeah. McGuinness is like a hardcore tagger though. And like Kane Corns was talking about this today. Most of the midfielders today they suck it up because they're just not used to that. Mm. Yeah. And like for him, it was like, I went to Simon Black every single time we played Brisbane, stuff yes. like that, you know? Players used to cop it. Like, you know, Nathan Buckley got tagged nearly every game of his career. Yeah. Gary Abler Jr. Yeah. And they still got 30 touches and dominated. So Cameron is our shut, captain and also a tagger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say my dad also uh, sent me a message about Finn McGuinness. Uh, dad <laughs> has nothing but respect for taggers except when uh, they're playing on the player that he needs to have a big game to win in a fantasy team. Yeah. So he said he was about to head down to the MCG and handcuff himself to Finn McGuinness to see how he likes it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's good shit. Um, 
I also had yep. Oliver and needed a good score from him. In the lead up to the game, I was like, oh, I think I'll bring Oliver in, but I'm worried because McGuinness will tag him. And our expert over here, yeah. Tom, went, no, nah, no, nah, he won't because Oliver's just coming back from injury. He'll tag Petrarca or Jack Viney. Which... No one's tagging Viney, mate. Yeah, Viney was a crazy one, and Petrarca mostly plays half forward. Yeah. So I don't know why you would expect You're him a maniac. to tag. Also, Oliver coming back from injury, it doesn't matter. He still step on him and keep him down. Okay. As they did. What yeah. I'm impressed... Uh, what don't I'm have baffled, a coach brain. What I'm, what I'm baffled with, Sean, is why you would listen to me. I didn't listen to you. I picked him up anyway, knowing he was probably going to get the tag, but hoping that he was he good enough break to it. break through it. Oh, yeah. So that and was... And in the last game, Port, um, I, st- I still could take a top two spot. Yep. So could Melbourne. So could Melbourne. And Melbourne locked in their top four, which is the important part. So top four is locked, just top not Top four is locked, correct. Yeah. And, That's uh, juicy. Frio, Tom, would you... Say so it's a wasted year for them? I reckon you would, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bit of a hot take from me. Yeah, big one. Bit of a wasted year for Freo. Yeah. And I think looking at them on paper, I feel like there's more upside to the Hawks than Freo right now. Coach swap. That would be big. Chris got to Freo. Back to Freo. Back to Freo. Back where it all began for him. Ross Lyon, swap. Go to hell. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. The devil coaching St. Kilda. Yeah. <laughs> Satan coaching the Saints. <laughs> Ross Lyon running hell. <laughs> And into oh, the ground. Oh, yeah. yeah. Terribly. You'll get down there. It's perfect. <laughs> he fucked it up. Damn. So to bring us home, there's some big grand finals this weekend in fantasy. Some fantasy juice. So uh, obviously the preliminary finals happened. We said goodbye to a bunch of teams, but we're not looking backwards. We're looking forward. I, I'm out in both. That doesn't shock me based on your uh, they'll tag Viney insight. Hey, I made a prelim. Did you, Joel? Uh, I made no, two. Tom, mm. in fact, though, but mm. what I did do, <laughs> what I did do is I continued to play this week just because I was like, I just need to score higher than Tom. So I feel better about myself. Did and that I happen? beat you by 200 points. Oh. But we didn't play one another. Shut up, Tom. That's weird. No, I rate what he did. That's so weird. That's a coach who just wants to work on his craft. Yeah, I was just honing yeah. my craft. Yeah, he actually put more work in than you fucking did this week. That's not true. I Seeing lo- your name pop up on prelim final weekend made me sick. Sean, I, someone's got to be I there. shut down the whole fantasy matrix. <laughs> Sean, I wasn't playing anyone, and I still loopholed. <laughs> I loopholed too. Yeah, well. Speaking of loopholes, this goes out to my brother Daniel. Learn how to fucking do it. You're in the finals, mate. Not anymore, but Jesus Christ. So who's in the grand final? So Stu Martin Memorial League in the Constellation grand final. We have Coach Carno taking on Robbo's Rabble. You'll smash him. He beat you. He beat me. Well, I don't know if I'll smash him because he scored very well. He, I think he got a better score than I did. In fact, that is confirmed. He smashed you, though, Tom. Yeah, he did. Again, me, a player that didn't even get close to making prelims, smashed Tom by 200 points. That's more embarrassing for you. No, it's not. I made the prelim, and I'm worse. Yeah, that's bad. Man, you should have made the prelim, Joel. I should have. Uh, and then, yeah, I would, I would have taken Tom's em- just waste of space. Mm. You're the St. Kilda of this final oh, series. Oh, that hurts, actually. Mm. It's accurate. Got good finals experience for next year, though. Yeah, that's yeah. the, oh, yeah. Didn't crash out in straight sets like some people. Yeah, that's mm. true. But that's made me hungry. I want it more. Uh, then in the grand final, like the main grand final, top eight for the Stuart Martin Memorial League is Stumpy's team taking on Justice for Johnny. Whoa. Now, this is big. I'll tell you why with Stumpy. Stumpy, I from memory, was one of those teams that sort of just snuck into the finals with a win in the final round. 
Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, so Stumpy finished seventh. So that grand final is seventh versus second. So that is juicy. That is incredible. Uh, and then in the fun section, the grand final is full support of the board taking on Coach Carno. And that's in the that's in the top that's eight. That's proper league. Oh, Joel, Joel, do you want to tell people what full support of the board scored on prelim final weekend? Yeah. <laughs> Two thousand five hundred and sixty-one <laughs> would have been shown by close to three hundred points. And I had a captain that scored three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and then the- so this will be. My toughest coaching challenge yet. <laughs> uh, and then in the consolation final, grand final in the fun section is Fitzroy Fairy Tales take on Jez's Cow. Jez's Cow's a decent little side. Tom, you lost in the prelim again in that one. Yes. It's despicable. Sorry, I'm disappointed. I'm flattened by that. Yeah, I had Nick Martin on my team. He scored 32. Yeah, you're, I looked at your team. You just make me sick. <laughs> what have you been doing all did you look at Normally, so what Sean, you'll find, did you look at your what team? What you'll find, Tom... <laughs> When you get to like the weapons and you look at like, you know, for instance, George versus Carton Blues. Yep. You will find they've got like the six matching players, players are about, yeah, five or six unique players. The same with um, Brandon from Canada versus Special K. Yep. It came down to, you know, four, five, six players. You look at your ones when you play people and there's like 16 unique <laughs> players. I think that's better. Why do you think that's better? The more unique players, the more you're going to score. No, no, no. Tom, Tom. how has that worked for you all year? What's your average score? I made two prelims. It just means you have players that no one has, which means you're picking bad players. Because all the good teams have mostly the same lineup. Sean, are you telling me that having Chincotta in your side until the prelim final week was a bad move? That's bait. makes me sick. Yeah, well, he's not, Geelong haven't made finals, and he's not making any grand finals, so maybe justice was served. Fucking hell. Onto the reserves, I say. Yep. In the Constellation final series, Pastor Pete is taking on Kados the fucking weapon. Oh, uh, Kados has had a strong finish because he was... He was, I will say, underwhelming during the season. Especially considering all the whiteboard work he'd been doing. Yeah, he's a, he's a big uh, numbers cruncher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good result for him. He beat my brother, Daniel, in the prelim. Daniel, who was overseas, came he, back and made some changes, I think, late Friday night. Yeah. Well, trades. he was able... He traded our day cost. Okay, that so was he must the... have come back Friday and made the changes. And then I got some explosive, angry messages from the weapon claiming that I had taken over the team and done the trades. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. Uh, and then, I, I will say this, Kados uh, had a bit of a Stephen Bradbury to that grand final, and he played your brother who was overseas and me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got to win. That's, That's all true. you can do. Yeah. Uh, and then in the top eight final series grand final in the reserves is Red Leg Redemption versus Hold Me Closer, Tyson Danger. Fucking hell. Big. Two great names. That's, a, that's powerful. Now for some juice. Joel. Oh, oh here we this go. This is... Uh, the main event. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is something that they'll be writing fairy tales about. Because we've spoken about Kados having maybe, maybe you know, <laughs> underwhelmed in the season, snuck, like snuck into finals, and then has cruised through beating your brother who was overseas. Yes. Tom, who was bad at fantasy. Now, let's talk a little bit about someone who has gone the other way about this. Mm-hmm. Because... Last week, if you remember, we were talking about a little team called Love and Tackles, a team that was playing the Carton Blues, who last week were 144th in the country. Sorry, the world. Yep. And 
Tom had tried to steal the name Love and Tackles, which would be an absolute disgrace to their team name, by the way, based yeah. on his coaching versus George's. And we oh, said... Can I, just on that... Uh, you got confirmation... I got confirmation that I'm not a lunatic. George took it from you saying it, yes. Yeah. You're still a dog, though, Tom. Oh, I'm a fucking idiot, yeah. Like I said, I, I'm a dumb cunt. Yeah. Not now, a traitorous cunt. That's not what the ruling was. Um, <laughs> I and, did play guilty. Yeah. Which Permanent was, record. Yeah. Now, we said, Tom, if George beats the Carton Blues, yes. you should get a tattoo of love and tackles to honor George's win, yep. but also your iconic phrase, I guess. Should have, honestly, we, we, we negotiated poorly, I think, Joel. Well, I said, get a tattoo on your ass, and he said, <laughs> nah, the, not my ass, but I'll get the tattoo. The tattoo should have been TC. Oh. <laughs> I'd never get a tattoo that said like TC. Like a brand on his ass, TC. Oh. Maybe that's the rule. I you like can... a love and tackles tattoo. You could get TC and change your name. Tell people you're Tom Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Just speak like the singer from Creed at all times. <laughs> uh. But love and tackles, they were playing the 144th rank in the entire world. And we were like, look, that tattoo, it's probably just a dream. I believed. George? Came out and beat the Carlton, the Carton Blues, by fifty points. By Zach Butters, I've done. I don't think we've talked about this on the show. So obviously, Carton Blues finished second on the ladder, but was like the highest ranked team in our thing. Yep. George finished eighth. Yep. I've just gone yep. back through. Are the you kidding? Yeah, eighth. Eighth was knocked eighth off into the grand final. No, yeah. Tom. Eighth hasn't just knocked off second. Do you know who George beat the week before? Bardic. Bardic Inspiration, top of the line. Really been, mate? Yeah, fuck. Do you remember these fucking yeah, podcasts? Yeah, I do. Cunt? Can I say this too? <laughs> Chernobyl, it's affecting my memory, boys. I just went back through the fixture to double check something. George lost the last three games of the season. What the fuck? That is fucked. And then rolled and it did a, uh, it's a Bulldogs. It's a Bulldogs. It's a 2016. 2016, 2016 Dogs. 2016 Bulldogs. Yeah. This Except better because she's eighth. Yes. Fuck. fuck. So George's journey to get to the grand final has been remarkable. Knocks off Danyan's Devils. So beats, beats fifth. Beats fifth after finishing eighth and losing three in a row. So yeah. confidence at an all-time low. Yeah. Like, you'd have to go back to four weeks before the finals for the last win for Love and Tackles, and it was against Tom's team. <laughs> <laughs> Fitting. Yeah. Where George beat you by 250 points. Yeah. Played her out of form. <laughs> <laughs> Pick something up from me. Then, so... Beats Danian's, Danian's Devils by about 100 points. Confidence back up. But has to play Bardic Inspiration next. Top of the ladder. Dangerous. A death Lost. sentence. Lost no one game for the year, I think? Yep. Yep. Two Carton Blues. Mm, I Yeah, I, I don't know about that one. They lost their only game of the season to Holmes Improvement in round five. Wow. Wow. So two losses for the year, one in round five and one in a... Oh, and two in the finals. And two in the finals. So three <laughs> losses for the year. One in a qualifying. Straight sets. Yeah. Straight sets. Straight sets inspiration. So George beat them by two points. <laughs> yeah, that that is that's real sliding doors stuff. That is. That's insane. that's a that's a real uh, Dane Rampey knowing how the rules work. Play on from the goal <laughs> square moment. Yeah. Then beats Carton Blues by fifty points. Rolls into the grand final against 
A team we haven't mentioned yet, but Special mm. K's Special Boys. Mm. Special Correspondent. Special, special K. Correspondent. Special K up against Love and Tackles. Who and uh, <laughs> Special K's Special Boys, the person they beat in the qualifying final to get to prelim? Brandon. Bardic Inspiration. Oh! That wasn't in the prelim. That was in the qualifying. Qualifying. And then put Brandon to bed. Put said, Brandon to bed. Said They said, respectfully, Brandon... Stay in Canada. I will cunt. say this: I got a photo from Brandon wearing his Eagles coach's jacket. I saw that too. Very, That's a great jacket. Very powerful, uh, stuff. awesome jacket. Yeah. Uh, so it should be a huge final. Uh, special case, special boys are in great red hot form too. That's it. This is a real clash of the time. Can Titans. we say what the unique player situation is? Uh, they have one, six two, different yeah. players. Yeah. That's juicy. <sighs> this, uh, yeah. Well, all... I've I've pledged a tattoo. I'll get it at some point. Um, well, uh, this shows, and... I'm going to end up with so many tattoos just from this podcast. And the Constellation Final Series Grand Final in the Weapons League is Home's Improvement versus Light and Tangy Crips. So that's another powerhouse. Jeez. The Weapons League was just so powerful. It was yeah. too powerful. <laughs> hey, Light, as, Light someone, Tangy... as someone who I think won three games max and they were all in the buy round, yeah. very powerful. Light and Tangy Crips knocked off your dad, Joel. Yeah. Dad was has the million in the salary cap going for him now. He yeah he fuck with yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, he deserved that. (laughs) He took Uh, Tom's approach where he was uh, trying to have too many unique players and trying to find out who was like the secret. He was trying to find the secret ingredient. Yeah, and it fucked him. Good luck to everyone in the grand finals. And uh, I carry the hopes of the show. You do. Yep. Both both in the fantasy and also in the real footy. Yeah. Because yep. our teams are not playing in a grand final. <laughs> I just want to give an AFLW fantasy update. Oh, yes. Submissions have closed. Mm-hmm. By the time you're listening to this, if you're listening the day the episode comes out, you will have received an email inviting you to a league. Check your spam. Check your spam. Mine are all Sometimes in my spam. Weird shit happens. I don't know why they go to spam. Um, yeah, but check that. Join the league. Make your team. Get it ready. We're getting real close to the season now. There are going to be four leagues. We're going to announce what the names of the leagues are, Sean. Yep. Some of them will be familiar to you. There are four leagues. The first one is the Weapons League. Then we have Reserves League. The fourth league will be the fun section. I'm trying to put all the beginners in there, people who just want to have a crack and have some fun. Yep. We've got a special third league, third league Sean. We've got a special third league. Gemma, our f- great friend of the show, Gemma Bastiani, is in the third league, and it's called the Gemma Bastiani Cup. Oh. So if you're in that league... That'll be a mix of uh, sort of beginners-ish, that sort of level. Because Gemma is new to fantasy. But she is also hosting an official AFLW fantasy podcast. A future weapon. Yeah, watch out. I got a suspicion that Gemma should be a weapon already. Yeah. But when I asked what league she wanted to be in, she wanted to be in an easier one. I think the thing is, Gemma knows too many stats. She's dangerous. But stats can kill you. Because fantasy only counts certain things, yeah, and yeah. some things that are harder to do are more impressive. Yeah, but no, it's, the, it's the fact she's hosting an AFL fantasy podcast with someone who plays fantasy quite a lot and hosts a podcast. She's gonna, she's too clever. She's gonna pick up so many tips and tricks. She's gonna blow us out of the water. Soon. Anything could happen. Yeah, um, I will just say, based on looking into the fantasy leagues today, AFLW fantasy looks different in the sense that I don't think there is a finals. It seems, as, if I've read it correctly, we'll have well, a look that at would this. Make, 
sense. It's, so it's nine games of regular, and then whoever's top, yeah. top whoever's two. the top two in each league will play a grand final in round ten of the season. Man, is, is what it looks like. I hope there's a consolation final yeah. and t- one place two, three place four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Well, all the way does, down to nineteen and twenty. Does mirror the real comp where the um, fixture integrity is out the window. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there's we're four big juicy leagues of like twenty teams is what we're going to have. So you just there's going to be some people you just never play. But you're no. all going to be in a league with the three hosts of the show. Maybe you'll play us. Maybe you won't. <laughs> you'll be you'll so get funny. to see our scores. Yeah. It's so funny if I have to. If we all have to play one another so many fucking times. Like yeah. it, we, for some reason, just real quirk, we're just constantly playing. <laughs> that could happen. It could. Uh, and finally, just to bring it all home, Tom, you owe Georgia tattoo. Yes, I do. You owe the show a tattoo. Same tattoo. You yep. also owe us the Bohemian double. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. This I've got week. to. Wait, what? Yep. We said end of home end of and away season. season. Oh, I thought it was end of like it's season, like grand final. Home and away season. I don't know if I can do it by the home oh, and away you're season. You're gonna have to, otherwise you have to get another tattoo. Can I <laughs> If you go back to the episode, we did say that. If you don't do it, if you break the terms of your contract, yeah. you have to get a tattoo of Rem- Rami Malik's face on your ass. Oh uh, yeah. You can pick the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> we never specified an episode. Okay. Um can I ask for a, a stay of execution for the Bohemian double till Sorry, the finals? Did you say okay to that? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying I'd like a stay of execution on the Bohemian Double till finals because I thought it was I had till finals because so I'm not going to get it done this week. To clarify, just so we're very clear, yep, that means that in the bye week, by the time we come back for the finals, you will no, no, have by the it. by the end of the like by grand final, oh, like by the end of the, end of the finals, yes. you want another six weeks to forget about that you need. I to need do to it. watch five hours of a movie I fucking hate. Is it two and a half hours? Yes. Yeah, it's 135 minutes. Okay. End of final series. I do want to clarify. Yep. This is a back-to-back viewing. I know. As soon as it ends, yes. you have to watch all of the credits. Yes. And then you have to you have to hit rewind on your VHS, and you need to watch it again. There's no breaks. There's no oh, like, no. I'm uh, going to go out for a walk and then come back and watch it tonight. Uh, and you have to log both on Letterboxd, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's going to yeah. ruin my fucking most viewed movie. Yep. It's going to be Bohemian, Raps- Bohemian Rhapsody. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Because I have to watch something good after it. Yeah. Three movies in a day. Will you watch that twice as well? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, if it's just... Imagine if you watch it twice and during the second viewing you go, I actually love this movie and you watch it a third time. Imagine, imagine if I then become addicted to watching movies, the same movie back to back to gain a greater appreciation. Have you done it before? It. Done it the same movie back to back. Yep. I have. It's big. What did like you do immediately? Back- yeah. What did you do? Wow. Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fucking funny. Wow. Okay. Bohemian Double by the end of the final series. I reckon, okay. That yeah. means you have to roll into grand final day having already watched it. I, I can I can do that. Yeah. yeah. I can. That's that's easy. I, just, I wasn't going to get it done this week. Yeah. I don't know. Thinking of chucking yeah. a sickie so I can get paid to watch it. If I was you, I would try and watch it during the bye week because there's going to be so much football during finals. It's true. AFLW You're going to want to kill yourself. Yeah, but... but the I, bye week is the start of the AFLW. Yeah, yeah so. but there's still more space to work around because you're not then also trying to schedule finals footy on top of that. Oh, the issue is my partner doesn't want to be involved in this at all. That's fine. That's okay. Which is, means that I have to probably watch it on a laptop. Yeah. No, you can watch it on the TV. <laughs> she, can play, she can play a game on the laptop or right. something. Your house is not some tiny little thing you can't escape from. 
No, it's true. But I don't want to remove the option of her wanting to use the TV. No, no, no. You just have to embrace it. Although, you being on she, a... She, uh, unfortunately, sometimes must be punished for your stupidity. <laughs> this is the cost of business. It's, uh, it's the cost of love. It's the cost of, you know... Date in the dream boat. Yeah. I will also He's beautiful but fucking stupid. <laughs> I will also say that watching it on your laptop just like in your bedroom for five hours will do far more damage to your mental health than watching it on the TV, which is funny for me. So mm. maybe do do that. Does she know you're getting a, another tattoo? A love and tackles tattoo? Uh, and she's going to find out pretty gonna soon. She's going to find out real soon. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She's already open to it. So this is. Because yeah, I want to get. A... I got a question for you. Yes. Can I design it? Uh, oh, that's a soft sure. no. Hmm. <laughs> That's a no. Yeah, that's fair. What, that's what were you thinking of it being? Because I, I was going to get, I was I just going to collaborate. Get, I was just going to get love <laughs> and Actually, tackles. No, I, I don't want it. It's too much work. I only want to do it if I can have free reign to do what I want. Well, see, I know. I just want to get the the words love and tackles. Yeah, no, it's probably outside of my. I'm skills. thinking maybe with an ampersand instead of just the word and. What about a plus? Nah, ampersand. Mm. And oh. kind of, going with like, for instance, a purple color. Out of respect. Purple tattoo, if it's just writing, will probably look like shit. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm just going also just go black. Just go Don't black. give him these tips, Joel. No, nah, because nah. it won't even... Purple, not only will look shit, will be gotta... hard for me to take a photo of and post on social media. So I'm mostly thinking about me. Black. You've got to go black for yeah. this sort of thing? Yeah. Well, because so... you're thinking thin sort of writing? Uh, I haven't really thought it through. <laughs> I wonder if there's a way, can you incorporate into the and an anchor? You want it to be a Frio tattoo? I just, I, honestly, I think Frio. I'm thinking of the heritage. I don't think I can get Frio on my body. It's just an anchor, Tom. It'll complement my shark tattoo very nicely. This is true. You could incorporate your shark. Also, in Love and Tackles is already a Frio reference. It, it is, is a Freo. Fremantle yeah, tattoo. It's very Frio. I'm not just thinking tattoo. that because of who Love and Tackles barracks for. Yeah. Uh, okay. Got a lot to think about. This I episode do. has been big, and you've got a big week ahead of you, Tom. Lucky you're not going to have... The idea of finals uh, clouding these judgments. It's true. Yeah. The the tattoo, I'm going to be transparent on, on air now. The tattoo will take Next a year? bit because I'm not allowed to spend money because I'm trying to buy a house. Next year then, I suppose. <laughs> if wow. we're lucky. Familiar. Yeah. It's deja vu. Yeah. Well, lucky they didn't make the grand final. Yeah. Well, you better watch Bohemian Double because otherwise you've got to get the Rami Malek tattoo on your ass. I haven't agreed to that. Yeah. No, that is the stipulation. <laughs> I'm, I'm making that. You have until... I said grand final day. You have until the epi- the grand final episode we record okay. to have watched the Bohemian. Also, double. a love and tackles if it's just plain text tattoo. I think not you, expensive. Actually, yeah, I think you no, can get no. that for free. I think you know someone who could do it for you. <laughs> I think, I think you know lots of people that can <laughs> yeah. do that for you free. Yeah, there's only one I trust, mm-hmm. and it's not the one that you, I'm not. Hayden is not touching my body with a tattoo gun. Yeah, that's not who I was thinking of. No, no, I know. I think we're thinking of the same person. Mm. Mm. I think she lives with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a free tattoo. Anyway, we got to wrap this episode up. Otherwise, it's going to turn into How Goods Tattoos. If you want to email the show, you can find us at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or you can find us on Instagram at howgoodsfootypod. Follow that. It's, a, it's firing. Twitter's dying. We're getting out of there. Yeah, we're abandoning Twitter, but Instagram, it's red hot. A lot of posts. You'll I'm getting some... horny for posts. <laughs> Take some photos of some footy cards. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, or you can find us individually. I'm at douche13. I'm at carney from 55. I'm an awkward trade. And that is on Instagram and Twitter, just to be clear. Correct. You should also listen to Scaredy Boys. New episodes every Friday. That's every Friday, Tom? Every Friday. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Go footy! <laughs>
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.